Hello everyone, I hope you're having a great day, but if not, you're about to. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. If you've ever wondered what it was like to work on a cruise ship, well, this is what we're about. Old and new crew members telling their stories in their own words of what it was like to work on a cruise ship. So come on over to the pool bar, order up a hurricane or a rum punch, sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Story. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Today we've got Steve Baskinger in the house today from uh, New Jersey. Worked with him a, a while back. Before we get to Steve, we've got to check in with Eric and Brad and see what's happening uh, in your neck of the woods. Still what's well, up, Eric? Things are busy over here. It's still crazy, crazy busy. Are you guys I'll, getting any of this crazy weather blowing through? Uh, it's, we got a lot of rain. A lot of thunderstorms are coming through. So we did have a tornado watch the other day. Do you get cold, Brad? Like, uh, does it, when we have snow, does it snow up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not that far. I'm not like up in the mountains or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that far from you, Scott. I'm not, I'm not anywhere near the panhandle. We've got Steve Bassinger. I just know him as Stevie B because that was his DJ name. He's also has Bass Bar and Grill. You can go to BaskinBarGrill.com. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you very much, Scott. And then, listen, Scott, I love you for about 25 years now. I have a man crush on you. And um, <laughs> even though I'm married with three kids, this is a great opportunity. I'll never forget the ship life. It's been awesome to me. I want to yep. be the F&B. I want to be the hotel manager. I want to be the cruise director. I want, I want to be everything, but I yep. can't because I'm busy. Probably cross paths you sometime. And I was maybe. All over the when place. were you on the Majesty? The Majesty, I was on '93. Uh, so in I was there in part of '93. I think that's when I met Scott. I, Scott was on, I think, The Majesty and The Monarch with me. Oh, well, I was trying to figure that earlier. I, I didn't, I, I know that we only did maybe two total contracts, but I think I, I knew you on The Majesty. I was, was on The Majesty for two years, so that was 92 to 94. So, and so then, that's it, when I met you, and I think you came on The Majesty. I was with Jeff Arpin, Jeff Arpin. I, Jeff Arpin. And, I worked with Jeff Arpin quite a bit. Greg Maxwell, uh, Ray Rouse. Uh, Dennis, yeah. Dennis Shortino, Jeff Arpin, Jeff um, Martin, Jeff Martin. Jeff Martin. Mm-hmm. Those were the ones that I worked with the most of the ones that I, I think I worked with the most. I love. I was on a, <laughs> uh, Song of America. Oh, so Ser- Viking Serenade, my first contract. Then Monarch, then Song of America, back to the Serenade, Majesty, Legend of the Seas, Splendor, and ended up on the Majesty. Well, oh, yeah. so l- let me ask you real quick. What did you think of the, uh, the Viking Serenade? Let me tell you something. My first ship, I loved it. I didn't know what to expect, and it was something that I, I never even knew. But it was uh, my first contract, and I went there. I go out to mm. California, two weeks in Miami, for the, the signing of the uh, contracts and the the fitting of the coats and all that stuff. And it was my first contract, so I thought it was great. And I think I worked with Wayne Brady was on there as a as a dance one of the dance troops. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's bizarre. Yeah. Wayne Brady was one of the dancers and one of the dance troops. He worked with Kurt Deckwaller too. Yeah. Huh. Well Scott, that was I, awesome. I gotta tell you I gotta tell you Scott and you guys probably don't know, but I've met Scott a long time ago and he used to fill in my DJ gigs when I was <laughs> late at night. I would go out and Scott would cover my shifts and I think I'd throw him a couple bucks. I don't even remember, but we had some late nights together, me and Scott. So yeah, Steve and I, I think, uh, met on the Majesty and you know we only worked from like six to midnight. Well, we worked a lot, but our <laughs> shows were from like six to midnight. And then I thought, well, this would be cool if I could hang out until three o'clock in the disco. 
Yeah. You know, if you want to, if you want a night off, train me, let you know, show me what you do and stuff. And then uh, he did. And I, I got to tell you, I grade every single DJ that I've met oh. since then off of you. Really? That's Woo! all I knew I you have of Stevie B. Everybody just does song requests and that's it. And you taught me, you were actually one of the, the ones who taught me to speak on a microphone and to do your thing or whatever. Wow. Lastly, I, 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 that, that, that's a compliment. Thank you very much, Scott. I went to try to find this pack of DJ tools <laughs> that I that I that somehow ended up in my suitcase on the way home. I'll I have the them somewhere. I'll give you the rest of the same. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so T- Steve, let's jump in real quick. So uh, give us a kind of background, like what you did before the ships. All right. So I graduated high school in 1988, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I went to college for a couple of years. So I was about 20 years old. I loved music, loved doing my thing. Um, started DJing. I started getting pretty good at it. All the local clubs in New Jersey, in uh, northern New York, in New York City. I uh, started doing a bunch of, you know, strip clubs and all these things. So I had my run at doing the DJ thing, but I also did a lot of private gigs, too. And uh, doing the private gigs, I just learned that I, I love to MC and love doing all my stuff. And then uh, I, I, I just kept doing it. In the meantime, when I graduated high school, I auditioned for Disney. And I got a gig at Disney doing all the costume character work up here in New York City. So I was doing Disney gigs. I was doing DJ gigs. I was doing costume singing telegrams. I was doing everything. This thing came across in the paper when there was a paper. Um, it said cruise ship jobs. So I figured I'd uh, fill out my application for a cruise ship job. And I did. And I, I got the gig. And two weeks later, covered my car, moved my car to my mom's house. Flew out to Miami and started my gig out in uh, the Viking Serenade out in 1992-93. That's awesome. Do you have any run-ins or weird stuff about when you got to Miami until you got on the ship? I didn't know what to expect. Let me tell you something. It was a different world for me. I was excited. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't have the good luggage. I went and uh, maxed out my credit card on good luggage. And I had to find (laughs) white shoes for my uh, dress blues. And you couldn't (laughs) find white shoes anywhere for your dress blues. And I was going everywhere. And I'm like... I'm in Miami. I got to find fucking dress blues, white shoes. I couldn't find them. But I ended up finding them, and uh, I got my stuff together and stayed at the uh, the Biscayne Marriott was the big uh, yeah. the big Marriott yeah. there in Miami. And you saw other people. You met other people there that were getting on the ships, and they were going all over the country. And I was flying out to California. I went out to L.A., got on the Viking Serenade in San Pedro, and, you know, there it was. My, my you know, 90, uh, November of 92, and then I was in the 93, and it was – there I was. I was going in full tilt. That's awesome. Well, let's jump right in with the stories because <laughs> uh, a DJ on a cruise ship – I'm not even half-time, part-time of a, of a DJ, and there's DJ stories that I don't know if I could tell on here. But So let's, uh, let's hear some hey, of your let, stories. Just right. let them rip. Let rip. Hello, my name is Steve Baskinger, and this is my ship story. You ready? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Jump right in. All right, Jump so, right so in. The, the first cruise ship I was on was on three- and four-day cruises out of San Pedro. It was from an L.A. crowd, and it was to Mexico, and it was uh, you know, at the Catalina Island. So I didn't know I was never there. I never did any of this. I wasn't accustomed to the West Coast music. So when I started doing this gig, I met a ton of people and a ton of new music I had to play. And one of the guys that I met, I got to tell you, comedian, look him up, Vince Champ. He is a felon. He is a rapist. He is a he, he is the guy that got caught on all these campuses 
he was one of the guys I used to hang out with in the disco because he was on the three and four day cruises every single week. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, beautiful black man, good looking guy, had it with the ladies, guy I used to hang out with, and now he's in jail for life. That was my first experience on a Viking serenade, but it was a good one. I got to say, it was, it was great. <laughs> Other things were I, I met I met a bunch of great people who I still keep in touch with. Uh, Cynthia Slowak is in Vegas now. She was my first uh, hostess on the Viking serenade. I remember this guy, Willem, that used to be there. Gavin Moore. David Cole. I remember I know a lot Gavin of Moore. Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of people on my first trip that I really loved that I really it was it was a great time because I was a, a new family for me and it was the first time I ever met a black guy with an English accent. Freaked me to fuck out. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, I, it, it killed me. But it was uh, it was something that I was doing. Like I said, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Jersey. And I, I met all these great new people. And it was it started a new family. Six weeks after I was in it, they needed an emergency uh, DJ on a different ship. I had to leave that ship, take off a week, go on to a different ship. And it just that's the story of, you know, cruise, cruise life, you know. And then I hooked up on the Song of America. Then the Monarch, then the Majesty, then I just kept going. What? Uh, where was your favorite port of call? Favorite port of call has to be St. Martin. I mean, it was awesome back in the day. I have a lot of great friends that I met on the ships. Chris Rosiska being my best friend, visited him in Iowa. Yes. I love him. Song of America, Chip Collins, can't meet him. Uh, he passed away. Love Chip. Yeah. A lot of good people. J.D. Hollywood, David Hirsch, Bob Leiniger. Everyone knows Bob, Big Bob. Big uh, Bob, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, started collecting tapes. Tanzanite stones as an <laughs> as an investment like back in it was in the mid 90s somewhere I remember uh, real quick on on Bob okay what's Tanzanite pulls out this jewelry he shows the stone of a Tanzanite the that dark was the blue stones like we never seen before well his was a raw uncut Tanzanite the size I'm not even kidding the size of a baseball <laughs> and he was like I'm just wow. gonna keep that one until it's time. There's only two mines. There's one close, you know, every, you know, all this kind of stuff. But he was like, that's my retirement. Yeah, well, like I said, but, I uh, used to room, Big Bob was down the hall from us. And it was great being a DJ when I first started out because you get all, you get your own room. You don't have to share a room. So it was great. But I met, like I said, a lot of people that I met on the ships, I've kept in touch with a few. And Scott, I came to visit you on vacation. I remember coming to Oklahoma, driving down there. I mean, it was great. Um, yeah. Jan Melzer, your boss back in the day. I mean, Jan helped me out a lot through uh, some tough times back there. It, it was, I had a great time and I can name, I can name a ton of names off and um, it was great. But then funny story on the legend on a trip to Alaska. So we used to take, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fisherman and I love the outdoors. So when I got my first contract in on the legend to Alaska, there was a friend of Chris Rosiska and he was a shore excursions manager. He knew a guy that had a plane, that had a boat, that had the fishing thing. So what we did one day in a 1941 uh, single engine prop plane, <laughs> we'd go from the ship, we went from the seaplane to a to a boat, went sockeye salmon fishing, bringing the salmon back to the salmon bay and eating it that night was just something that was I'll never forget my life and I have video and I have pictures of it and it's just un- unbelievable experiences in Alaska and I could say that about any place but I could tell you one thing is when the uh, the legend came out I believe it was 95 and it's uh, different class of ships <laughs> and being the DJ and I was on the legend in Alaska which is pretty much uh, you're either halfway dead or dead when you go on those cruises as the <laughs> guess there was a DJ booth that was up in the sky and it was a new ship so um the officers used to come upstairs in the DJ booth. They'd invite all the guests up there to hang out. And it happened to be that the captain saw the uh, guests up in the DJ booth with some officers. And I ended up getting fired from the Legend of the Seas <laughs> because of that. 
because there was wow. guests oh, wow. upstairs. Oops. Yeah, 96. So I, what I did is when I, um, I left the legend, I was supposed to go to the Empress. I got fired on my last day of the, of the uh, legend. Was supposed to go to the Empress, called the office, talked to Lynn Mitchell. Lynn Mitchell's like, no, you got fired. You can't, you, you, you can't go back on the ship. And I'm like, well, yeah, I got my flight to Miami. So Jan Melzer took me in. I know Scott knows Jan very well. Yep. She's yeah, awesome. I do too. Yeah, we all, everybody knows Jan. Yeah, she, I think she's still yeah. in Florida. She took me in for a couple yeah, of she is. I ended up getting a job with a uh, port lecturing company out of Miami. Ended up working on Holland America for about a year on the Westerdam. Oh, and wow. then I didn't yeah. like doing the port lecturing gig. I got out of the port lecturing gig. I uh, I begged for my job back Royal Caribbean. I went back home to Jersey. They called me back and I went back on the Splendor. And I start, I reinvented my career again. <laughs> and that's when I met Craig Coffey. And that's when I, I saw J.D. Andrews again. And I had a girlfriend on there and met a lot of different people on there. And like I said, it's been a wild ride through the whole thing. But then I went back on the Monarch after that. I met uh, Tracy and Johnny Lavaniegos, who are married now. They weren't yeah. married at the time. Steve Innes, June Spinelli, Amy Price, Amy Haig, uh, whatever she goes by now. Uh, Vance Palm. I don't know if you remember him, Scott. Vance Palm. I don't, I don't remember Vance Palm. The name lecturer. sounds familiar. He was but... a port lecturer. Now he's an announcer for somebody out in the uh, for the college world now. I mean, uh, Rob uh, Rob Lynn from Wild and Haynes. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many different people. I mean, that I met and I keep in touch with. And sometimes when I go to Florida, I still I still see some of them. But it's it's been a great ride, man. I I I always think of being back on the ships when I tell my wife she doesn't get it. She doesn't get what's going on. Best cruise director ever, Ken Rush. I can't I can't tell you. I could tell you some stories about Ken Rush, but I hooked up with. Uh, him. Please let's, do. Let's have one. <laughs> yeah, tell let's us go. tell us a story. There's yeah, good. There's Probably good, stuff. funny stories. Just Listen, there's still he's still on the ship. There's still stuff with Ken Rush, but I could tell you a quick story. Um, uh, formal night, first formal night or second formal night of the cruise. There was always two formal nights on a seven day. At the nightclub, we were in a tuxedo doing our thing, and it happened to be nightclub closes at 2 o'clock in the morning. Scott probably took over from 12 to 2. Who knows? Whatever's going on. But uh, we went up on the top deck where the swimming pools are, so we jumped into the pool with our tuxedos on. And I know it works for Royal Caribbean, but you board anymore. So this is all good. Um, so it was, it was it was a great time, and I, I there's other stories too. Being in the late night life on the uh, cruise ships for my first couple stints there, there's some great stories. And um, hanging out in the top deck with the spinners, um, with the fifth oh. dimension, yeah. Um, with <laughs> hanging out with Bruce Gold, who's still around. I see. I, I still sometimes hook up with Bruce online sometimes, and just having a great time with everybody. I mean, it's been I've been off August 20th, 1998. So it's been 22 years I've been off. Wow. Brad, you were going to say something? Uh, no, no, no. I was just I was just going to see if he had another story. I got some more stories. Yeah, do a DJ story. Okay, here's a DJ story. Late night, first night, uh, coming out of San Juan, I guess, Scott, right? Coming, coming out of San Juan. Uh, then now that would be the Monarch. Yeah, the Monarch. Yeah. Coming out of San Juan at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock departure, right? So we're yeah. hanging out, partying all day in San Juan. Get back on the ship. You had to do the, uh, you had to do the, uh, what's, the, the, what's the show called? What's the show called in the beginning? Like the Scott? welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Welcome aboard show. Yeah. Welcome aboard show. Everyone's been drinking all day, gambling all day, doing their thing. So on these sail away nights, it was great sail away night from San Juan at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Side of the nightclub. Scott, do you know about that door? Wait, wait. The uh, on the side. Before you walk into the club. There it was, was on a, the side that has a balcony. Right. Yes. I I do remember that. I somewhere <laughs> somewhere I, I know that. Was, 
I know I that keys to that. Too. All right. This was the secret master balcony. This was awesome. It was yeah. an open door to nowhere where you could open the door and go out there and hang out and nobody knew you were there. So this was the, this was the magical door. I could say this was this was <laughs> unbelievable. It was like walking into Willy Wonka's uh, chocolate factory out there <laughs> because nobody was out there. You have anything you want to do. You could see you'd see the moon, you see the sun, you could sleep out there. And but sometimes you had to pay the security guards off because the Filipino security guards were a little crazy out there. But doing the things we did with the bar manager and everybody else, I think it all worked out. I think I without going into details it was it was great yeah so guys remember when on our previous episode i mentioned that the last time i had sex with a woman whoa that's, whoa, wait that's, a second. that's where it was Come on! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no way yep absolutely are you serious yep on the it was on the majesty though they had that same little I need royalties that, on that. I need royalties on that room. That's my room. <laughs> you know, that's Isn't why that sometimes best, when you went out there, it was ever, slippery. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. nobody knew it was there. It was one the of those things. The best spot yeah. ever. Yeah. It was by like the anchor, like outside by the anchor, like the yeah. light. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All it was was a <laughs> small part kill, of, a, Eric, of a balcony. You're killing me, dude. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Oh my God. I shared, we shared an experience. This is a, we're bonding right yeah, now. Yeah, we did. We did. And if there's a little Eric running around somewhere, that was the only time that it could have ever have happened. You know, I'm surprised they've never been called out. Like I'm Maury Povich or something. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. That's like you, you like, well, they're like, how many kids you have Two. I mean, that I know of. <laughs> but there's been some great things. I mean, even in like on the Song of America, back when we used to stay in Bermuda, I would come home on the weekends. Like I would park my car in the top deck. I'd go see my mom on Sunday and we'd sail away again at six o'clock and it, it'd be unbelievable. I'd stay in Bermuda for three days. Um, we'd have our, our mopeds go see Snow White's over there with some burgers and we'd do our thing the whole week, come back and see my family again. It was unbelievable because I live right here. I mean, the yeah. South America was a great, a great thing. People hated the uh, European employees. They hated the Americans because they thought we had everything. And I, I could say it now. I, I loved a lot of the people that I worked with, but they just, they had a very, you know, bad thing for the Americans because we had a, all this freedom. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, for a long time, like, you know, you're asking, how come we get so high of ratings? And, and we got into this rating thing and they were like, you know, we get good ratings because the Americans are a minority on, on here. Oh, and 100%. we're like, well, is there ever a cruise line that has the majority of, of American employees? And they're like, yeah, American Hawaii, and they notoriously have the worst ratings in of the cruise industry. Yeah, and, and it's the same I, thing with the you know, NCL ship. There's an NCL ship that is is full of American crew because they sail around Hawaii, and they have a bunch of problems on there with service. It's just a nightmare because people just keep quitting and walking off the ship. Yeah, as far as uh, yeah. service, you know that Steve. I don't know if you've been on the cruise in the in the past, you know, 20 years or whatever, but we went on a reunion cruise on the Majesty a couple years ago. You know, the service, the personal service and the the entertaining of the bar waiters and stuff wasn't there at all. No, it, Scott, you're right. It changed. I was, there, I was there in February. It totally changed. I yeah. mean, I, Carolyn, 
Carrie, no, remember Carolyn Leibowitz? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, so I booked my cruise through her, and I told her it's totally changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I talked to Ken after that, and like I said, I have so many friends, and I, I would love to uh, cruise again. I'd love to do one of these cruises. Paul Vogel back out in California. Hi, Paul, if you're out there. I mean, so many different people that I, I still keep in touch with, talk to them once in a while. Yeah. Uh, how we used to make fun of like the the, the Jamaicans and the Chinese laundry yeah. and this and that. I love the whole melting pot of all of them. I love. Yeah, I got to say, I have a story about Steve. I I know I have probably (laughs) either told you about this or I don't know if you remember this as well. I remember. I'm a good memory. It was I think we were in Antigua. We went to the big banana holding company. (laughs) <laughs> Do you remember this? The pizza place. Yeah, yeah. Pizza place. Yeah. I, I love that shirt. I, I mean, it's ripped to shreds, but I got it in a box uh, up in the attic. In that same or one of those same ones while we're in Antigua, I had a birthday there. Does this ring any bell? It kind of does. Yeah. I kind of keep going. So I had a birthday there. It was coming back from some beach trip or snorkeling or whatever we were doing. And we're like, hey, let's go. Let's go. Uh, no, actually, I think we went to the pizza place and then we went next door or something. It was what I can't remember the restaurant. Between the two, some someone and said hey it's scott's birthday it's scott's birthday and and everybody's like yeah there's i don't know 12 15 people and stuff with us <laughs> and you said uh hey let's get scott a, we got to get scott a birthday cake it's on me i'm gonna do this and they're like um what's your favorite cheesecake and i was like i don't know strawberry cheesecake whatever and go bring us a cheesecake cherry cheesecake it's on me and she was like are you sure and he and you were like yeah just go get it and bring it back we got a birthday and and uh, so she brought it out and everything and then the bill came and this cake was it ended up being like three hundred dollars because <laughs> because each you had to buy like 12 pieces for a whole cake and each slice was you know fifteen dollars or, or yeah did we pay for it did i pay for the whole yeah thing? you did you did and, and you just were like you blew it off like it was like you, you you go what and she was okay no problem let's go let's do it and we had a break time but i was like i've never and probably will never have a 300 birthday cake for the rest of my life yeah and that's a, that's another story that comes up about you your, your name probably comes up in conversation at least a few times a year. And I got it. Well, I will say, you know, you you had come down on your vacation and you drove in and you saw me in Oklahoma and stuff. You, well, uh, other than the past couple of years, um, Peter Vincent actually came to do a car. Oh, I love Peter. Thing. So he was here for a day. And then I just saw Laura Lieberman. She came for love an insurance Laura thing. Lieberman, love but other than those two, you and Dan Whitney, both DJs, <laughs> were the only ones who actually came through town specifically to to see me and dan you remember dan right yeah. he he actually flew in found out where i was and he showed up at my grandma's house on christmas eve and came and ate what? dinner with, I, I swear to god it was the wildest oh my thing god. great that's great and you know great. the family's like wow they really flew from wherever he was from and they just to come see it and i was like uh yeah <laughs> okay yeah, that, I, was I, awesome. that was awesome that was awesome flew there i drove yes yes that's better <laughs> So is there? All right, so I got to mention some names. Here you go. Now I was going to ask you. So what was the strangest request you ever got from a? from a passenger uh that would be song not personal <laughs> well i didn't say which one you could answer personal or song 
Whatever works. No, listen. You know, um, uh, Will Smith's wife came to the booth. I, 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 a couple different encounters I got at, at the DJ booth over there. Uh, Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, wanted to request some stuff. And the girl that I never thought that I would ever, I have no idea who it was. The girl that sings the backup in Snap, I Got the Power. She came to the yeah. DJ booth and I had no idea who she was. And then she showed me her name and I looked it up. And there was no internet back then. You couldn't look it up on your phone. You couldn't look it up, whatever it was. But the girl who, who sings, I got the power. Oh, she yeah. was in the DJ booth with me hanging out one night. And Scott was probably on the ship too. But I've got some strange stuff. But also I got some strange things from different things other than quests for music. Was some different favors that uh, couples had um, on the ship. <laughs> even on their honeymoon. And yeah. Some husbands wanted some stuff with their wives. Some wives. It was, it was, it was absolutely crazy. But listen, I... I, I I, there's some crazy shit that went on. Just like Scott uh, breaking into the pantry at night, getting ham and cheese sandwiches so we could <laughs> eat them at three o'clock in the morning. Scott, I mean, it, it, it happens, you know what I mean? But oh, yeah. I mean, there's some crazy stories and the, the drinking, the drugging, the doing the thing back in the day, it, it was the thing and we had fun and I loved it. I, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot more painful at, at this age to do it again. No, no. Tuesdays in St. Martin was our pickup day and that was you know all the other waiters go to the semen center and then everyone picks up their stuff and we come back on the ship on tuesday it was that that was our thing our monarch run that was our thing you go on the regatta you go to right. you go to um uh, guana beach marijuana beach uh-huh. which is not there anymore which is a la semana our harley davison's all that stuff i mean it was unbelievable i had the best of my there's not a day that passed i don't regret anything nothing i regret nothing but i love to i would love to meet anybody back again and do it again that would be a blast. That would that would be so fun. You know, the the sad thing now, after going in, and on a cruise, seeing what goes on there, and we had asked this question uh, a couple of episodes ago. Like, you know, now it's like if we were to go on there, knowing the stuff that we did, and we couldn't get away with that, it's like, would you really? Because it sucks for crew life now. Oh but, my god! I, I went, like I said, I was on there. I went on the cruise on there. The crew staff is boring. We used to go out on Dancing Under the Stars, call it drinking under the stars and go party and do our thing these people are lame it's horrible like like it's horrible well the thing is that they get do our thing yeah, because the thing now is they get breathalyzed, they get drug tested. They, really? They, yes. If you have any sort of incident with a passenger or with another crew member, the first thing they'll do is breathalyze you. If you're over 0.08, you're gone. You're out. Every, every waiter would be fired back in the day, Scott. Tell them. Every <laughs> waiter would be fired. But they, it's much more restrictive nowadays. Um, it's not the same as it was when, when we were on board. And, you know, as we heard from Michelle and some of the people that worked before us, that it was even crazier <laughs> before us, before we got on there. We used to have that card, half price everything. I bring my friends on, my family on, half price everything. And then if you know the bar manager, you're getting free drinks anyway. So yeah. it doesn't matter. So it's like it, it, you have to you had to keep up with the times, man. That was it. Now you have a bracelet and you have no bar waiter. You have to go stand in line at the bar to get your drink. Oh, trust me. I witnessed it, the whole thing when I was there in February. We had so much fun back in the day, man. Let me tell you something. It mm-hmm. was great. The, the horse racing, the, the the stuff at the pool, all that crap. It was great. I, even though I worked until 2 o'clock in the morning, I get paid to get up and 
uh, sit to be fit in the chairs with these old people being 65, 75 years old and 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 do people's chores for them doing the uh, pulpits and doing all this stuff was great. I mean, it's not like that now. The uh, the skinny, the, the, the belly flop competition, the, uh, you know, the whole, it's not like that anymore. It's totally different. And I, it's sad, but it, it was great. And, I, you know, I, I had a great time when I was there. I did six years. I've been on seven different, I met, a, I could name names for an hour that I, that I had some great relationships with and had some great times with. Like I said, from DJ to port lecturer to uh, crew staff, whatever it was, uh, a lot of politics involved back then because it was great for me. At the, now it's a little restricted. These times are crazy. Uh, I'm going through some times right now with being closed COVID, but some you, you know, that's, that's one thing on uh, any reunion. I'll be back. That's one thing. It doesn't matter the good, the bad, the ugly, the, you know, the, the worst time that you had on the ship, you know, in the scheme of life, even though there was some bad stuff that happened on the cruise ship, the whole experience was awesome. And awesome. I think everybody would do it all over again. Like it's, Anytime, it's just, bro. it's like, a, right it gets now. in your blood. I got three kids, dude. I got all teenagers. My son's driving. My daughter has her oh. permit. I got a 13 year old. I got three teenagers. I'm ready to go out and do it again. I could be the food and <laughs> beverage manager. I could be the hotel manager. I could be the cruise director. You tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a vastly different experience today. Yeah. Back then. Let's mm. go. And, I, and you know what? I'm in my I'm, 50s I, now. You guys are probably the same age, right? Oh, yeah. I'm in, I'm in my. Yeah, we're all in our 50s. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, so it's been great. I'm out. I loved it while I did it. I was young and it was fun and I had a blast and I don't regret any of it. I mean, it was just like you said, it was a blast. I wouldn't trade it for anything. The never, best experience ever, of my never. life. I still dream about it. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> I would not do it again. Like, I mean, if you know, at this age, I wouldn't do it. I mean, if I had to do my life over again, I would do it again. Absolutely, that's, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I don't regret it. Here any I am, 22, 23 years old. I'm cruising the world. I've been to 52 islands, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Alaska. I've, I've been everywhere. Yeah. And you can't, the, it's a great job. And I'm telling my son, my son, you know, he's going to be 18. I'm like, listen, dude, this is what you got to do. You got to get out. <laughs> on the there's a, there's a locker on the top deck. I mean? <laughs> 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 we, we have to sail on the majesty before it goes into into, into wherever France yeah. to get you know disem- to get disembodied over there in the scrapyard. Man, that that would be majesty, that would be awesome. The Majesty and, and the Monarch were my babies, and I I love them. And uh, let me tell you something. The Song of America, the the biggest memory of the Song of America, Chip Collins. I can't tell you how much me and Chip hung out together, and uh, I was very upset when he passed away. And Chip Collins, Kyle Dodson out there. Oh, Kyle, <laughs> yeah. Was was absolutely nuts, and uh, and. His sister, uh, uh, his sister Leanne. Leanne you know, Givens. Leanne, Leanne Givens now. Johnny Adventure. Uh, I, I can never forget you guys ever. And um, who was uh, Brian? The uh, Brian was a man of mystery, playing the violin, singing, doing impressions. Brian Goodhead. Brian Goodhead was his name. Yeah. You know, you know, um, he he's actually also from Oklahoma, and and we met. I th- Philly boy now. Philly boy. I, I think I think I met him on the Monarch, and it was literally a passing each other in the hallways. We sparked up conversation, and we found out that we are both from Oklahoma. Okay, no big deal. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people in Oklahoma. We graduated in the same year from the same school. Wait, what? Really? 
Really? Really? Yeah. We're both graduated '86, and he did a talent show, which he I, I don't know if he won or if he was booed off the stage or whatever it was, but we I remember seeing him in the talent Dude, show. Dude, he is talented. That yeah. boy is talented. I have no yeah. idea where he's at now. Wait, wait, you know what? Oklahoma, Shane Roberts too, right? I don't know Shane Roberts. He's yeah, Shane. Oh, I don't know if he was. I remember Shane Roberts, but uh, Scott, there are not that many people in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> there doesn't have to be just just the good news. Scott, yeah, I, I, Scott, I visited you there, bro. I, I came. I drove yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove there. Did I have good stories or no? There, those are all good stories. I think the whole conversation <laughs> has been uh, has been really great. I'll, I'll see if I can trigger something out of you, though. I don't I don't know. I'm not hiding anything. What is the most bizarre thing that has happened to you on the on a cruise, cruise ship? <laughs> Biggest thing is being like a, a woman on her her wedding uh, <laughs> on her honeymoon. Like this is crazy. With, I, yeah, like crazy, like on a honeymoon, hitting on me, husband's in a casino, like absolutely crazy. Like this is nuts. I've had some other stories too. There's been some bingo stories and some, I know people are speculating out there, but that's okay. I'll tell you the truth of everything. We keep trying to lightly touch on the bingo thing, but nobody is a given. I can give it to y'all. Good. Let's hear it. Give us a bingo story. Eric is like, I'll be in the other room. I'm like, I can't. Listen, I used to work out the horse racing thing with the pursers too. I used to give them a cut. <laughs> I'm a Jersey guy. I'm a Jersey guy. All right? It happened. All right? It happened. I'm not going to tell you anymore. <laughs> All right? My buddy got fired from it. It's okay. But uh, let me tell you something. You guys obviously on the boat, everyone's getting money but the people that are running it. And it got too much. And I ended up making some money for Daily Double. Eric, come on. Listen. This, is, this is a Jersey guy talking, okay? Listen, I'm not going to mess around with you. Yeah, you know, you're free to say anything the you want bingo, to. The I, bingo, I'm going to say, the bingo I won't be commenting in this section. You're you're free to say whatever you want, but I, I, yeah. I'm looking towards a edit that out. I love the sushi. I love the Nakomala shirts. I loved all the stuff. It was great, okay? But it's over with now. And I get it. You watch Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> so the interesting thing is that I, I worked for Shoreside for uh, Princess and uh, for a, a lot of years. And so I sailed quite a few princess voyages and the bingo was nothing like it was at least when i worked on the majesty and the sovereign and those jackpots were ten fifteen thousand dollars they're not they were nothing like that on princess wow you know that uh, stop that you know that i have not i'm not i'm not giving up uh i haven't had enough to drink yet it's okay it's okay <laughs> where are you where are you going steve what's that where are you going i have to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to mute at any moment. No, I'm not muting anything. I have to pee. Don't you, have a, you don't have any house plants there handy? No, 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 no house it's plants. A, it's an inside joke. When were you on the Song of America? You know what? Uh, that was my last ship, and that would have been around uh, 98, 99. 97, I was on a Song of America because I, I ended my career on 98 on the Majesty. So I'm gonna say 97. We did the crossing, did um, Bermuda, Curacao, Bermuda, Mazatlan. I got off, and like, I think I went back. yeah, and then I, I got off because that was a it was a 10 day cruise, and I, I they didn't want me for that. I, I love that. Did you one. just say Curacao? Curacao. Cur- Curacao. Yeah, there that you go. That wasn't Song of America. <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, well, it was. maybe it was. Yes, you're right. It was yeah. Song of America. Because we did the train, we did the canal crossing and over to California, and then and then back. There was a staff on the Song of America that was a very wild child from Australia. 
<laughs> what? From Australia? From, from Australia, and he uh, Scott, got start. in so much trouble. Uh, you should start over. Or do you want to leave that in there? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 you might as well leave that in there. What the hell? Oh, I'm At leaving that rate, in there. Yeah. Remember when to pay our bar tabs, you had to put money in an envelope and put it in a uh, in the crew staff office like to pay your bar yeah, bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? He took, he took all yeah. of that. Who was that? I love that guy. Well, well, wait a minute. So <laughs> he he took all of that because he had had a final warning and he got written up with a girl or on deck or something like that. So he knew he was out. But that night he had taken all uh, everybody's bar bill, thousands, I'm sure. The morning, like when he got back to the cabin, he asked me, "Hey, when I get off tomorrow, I'm gonna give you this envelope." But I uh, I want you to meet me outside and give it back to me. And I was like, well, that sounds that what's in it. And he told me and he was like, I'll just tell you, you know, I, you know, I, I'm leaving. I'm never going to come back. You never see me again. I took all of the everybody's bar bar tab and stuff. And I'm like, what? He's like, I want you to I'm going to give this to you. And I want you to, you know, meet me outside and, and give it back. I was like, oh, my God, you just like I couldn't do it. So I told the, the staff captain. They were like, okay, do the, you know, do it. It was a sting operation, or whatever. Do it. Go ahead. Do the normal thing. And then I went out, gave it to him, and then he got busted and arrested. And oh, Scott, we'd have you some cement shoes in Jersey. You'd be done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't remember if somebody else mentioned this story, but there was a, uh, a somebody who was covering as Chief Purser one voyage. He walked off with somewhere between one hundred and fifty to two hundred fifty thousand dollars off the ship. Oh. Oh my God! Yeah, because he had he had access to the safe, the the chief purser's safe, which could have up to a million dollars in it. But he not walked, anymore though. Those days are no. gone. Yeah, yeah, those days are gone. They don't have that much cash on board. Yeah. You have that much access to, and you can't walk off the ship with the you know suitcase full of cash. You know, <laughs> but that that happened back then while we wow. while I was working, and he ended up being put on the Interpol list because he walked off some I don't remember what ship it was, but it was in Nassau with a bag full of cash. So, so before I leave, here it is. Here it is. I'll let it tell you right now. David Cole, Lord Rutter, Kyle Dawson, Ray Rouse, Jeff Arden, Jeff Martin, Robin Jen, John Blair, Ken Rush, Walt Vogel, Chris Rizzisco, Jenny Hollywood, David Hirsch, Andrea Armstrong, Johnny and Tracy Lavinagas, Jen Melzer, could it without you, Steve Innes, June Spinelli, a bitch, but I love you. From Philly, I love you. June Spinelli, uh, Amy Price, Amy Hayes, Bruce Gold, Bruce Gold, love you. Wild and Hayes, Robert Lynn, Bob Leiniger, Jennifer Block, Chip Collins, Michael Day, Harry Lewis, uh, Claudine, Mark and Thanks for being on the show. Man, this was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Love Steve. you guys. Steve. Thank oh, you. Take care. care. See you, man. Oh. Thanks. Ciao. Hey, everyone. The ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or, if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!